Bobby Bones post show pre show. There's a whole debate on Twitter right now about which juice is best of all the fruits. Nice. It's the dumbest debate, but huh. what's yours? Oh, I know. It's easy. Well, you would think orange would be the go to. Absolutely. Just because it's the most popular. But if I'm having to pick a juice, apple. Mm. No. Can't do apple that often. Why? Right? Me personally, I'm going to go with grapefruit <laughs> because I mix <laughs> at dinner. I don't have soda, but I mix grapefruit juice with like sparkling water or club soda. Yeah, like mixing it is pretty good, but straight up, it's so tart, man. Are you a pulp or no pulp? I don't mind. <laughs> Either way. You dabble? Yeah. I'm going to go grapefruit, although I know it's not going to be the popular choice. You? A- apple juice all the oh, way. Oh! I like it, but I can only have a little bit of it. So good. You? Uh, I don't drink a lot of it, but pineapple juice is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. good. Lunchbox. Good choice. Yeah, orange juice. And Love orange juice. Cranberry juice is up there, too. I like cranberry juice a lot, mm-hmm. but they just put so much sugar in You some like of that, that stuff. bitter stuff. I guess so. I do want to put Chuck Wicks on, who has a podcast called Talk to Chuck. I saw Chuck out. I was having dinner. We went to this place called True Food Kitchen. And so I go in, and I see Chuck. It's like nine degrees outside, and Chuck is sitting outside eating dinner. (laughs) Being very COVID safe, but he has sacrificed his body warmth for that. And so I walk in. He didn't see me, and I text him, and I go, Hey, man, I'd like to recommend a place next time you're around here. It's True Food Kitchen. It's fantastic. And he goes, Are you in here? And so he comes in, and Caitlin and I are having dinner, and he sits down. And, Chuck, tell him what happened with your dog. My dog. Well, first of all, we asked for We called ahead of time, just so you know. Say, hey, we want to sit outside. We're going to have our dog. We would like to request a heater. We get there. Literally everyone outside has a heater except us. <laughs> we went to the extent to request a heater. And on top of that, our dog decided to play in traffic. And get away from my little nine-year-old and run off the leash. So that was fun. It rent from dinner. Oh. There's a highway. The dog runs out to the highway from dinner, and Chuck has to sprint and catch him, like jump a fence to catch him. Oh my gosh! It was pretty awesome, actually. I heard up some bushes. I was like hoping somebody caught it on tape, but nobody did. There's not even security footage. You could probably <laughs> call them and get the the security footage. That would be amazing to put on Talk to Chuck. Which, by the way, it was yeah. Talk to Chuck's been featured on KTLA now. The LA TV station out there. They did a whole interview. They basically ran Chuck's whole podcast on TV. Wow. It was pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, who's your guest? Jana's your guest this week? Uh, Jana Kramer. And uh, that girl, um, we talked about everything, but she has, there's no filter with her, especially when it comes to her relationship. Yeah, she is a great guest because she's, and she also challenges you a bit too. Does she do that with you? Yes. We, uh, there was a word I did not want to say, and she I felt like she was my mother, and she was like, you can say it, Chuck. Sound it out with me. And I don't even know if I can say here. What, what's the word? What's it, what's it rhyme with? Uh, Regina. Oh, oh <laughs> vagina? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a town yeah. in Canada that's called Regina, oh, right? R-E-G-I-N-A. And their slogan is, our town rhymes with fun. Oh, wow. no, it's not. Uh-huh. Oh. Regina, Saskatchewan, huh. in Canada. That's risky. And uh, well, Canada. R-E-G-I-N-A. Regina, and it, their, their slogan is, we rhyme rhymes with fun, just in case people want to pronounce t-shirt. it. Uh, uh, all right, Chuck Wicks, everybody go check out Talk to Chuck. 
with Chuck Wicks. Uh, speaking of that, you know, Russell Dickerson did my uh, Bobby cast this last week, and he watched his baby come out of his wife. And that was what we talked about. Really? Yeah, it was like, are you going to watch? Did you say you're going to watch Chuck? Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch. I don't think, I think I want to just keep that, uh, for that purpose. Yeah. I'm just going to watch. They can, the doctors can watch it. Right. That's what they're paid to do. Sure. You're paid to yes. support. Yeah. I think I'll freak out if I watch it. And plus I think it's going to ruin me emotionally. And where is that? When's that baby coming? December 4th, the induced date. Wow. Less than two weeks, less than two yeah. weeks. You're going to be a dad for the first time. I know it's crazy. All right, check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks, wherever you listen to your podcast. Chuck, good to talk to you. Love you guys. All right, see you later. There he is. An object that will really help you with your diet is your phone. People who play three minutes of phone games are able to turn off food cravings to a degree. Games direct attention away from the region of the brain where cravings are formed. More video games. Although I haven't been playing almost any NBA 2K. No. Are you still playing? A little bit, not as much. Probably two, three days a week. Why aren't we playing as much? I don't know. My wife kind of told me to stop. Oh. That's why I'm doing it. Why, why are you doing <laughs> Why are you not playing? Uh, I like what Andy says. Oh, I don't know. My wife told me to stop. I, mean, I guess I've just been on the road too much shooting the show when I'm home. <laughs> yeah, probably. It, it's kind of rushing to get everything back in order again. Yeah. But, all right, we have to get to today's show. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. Mr. Bobby Bones. Uh, what's happening? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, vacation week, sort of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Of course. Everybody doing a smaller Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. Especially compared to from last year, I had 23 people at my house. I was at your house. It was awesome. From all different kinds of life, all walks of life. This is how a year changes you because I go from last year not having anybody or had no Thanksgiving to go to. I was by myself. So now I got a real family to go to a Thanksgiving to. That's awesome. So, yeah. what? Well, I know, yeah, it's like a real family, but we, well, you were part of our okay, family. Okay, don't get last offended. Oh, he has his own family now. I know, I know it's different. Totally different. You have a fiance. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. My point, my point is, course. I had to get sympathy invited <laughs> no, no. to Amy's. Oh. <laughs> and then I sat, I sat with someone who I still know, though, a woman named Moon, who's Korean. I need to know her. And had no idea. Huh? Yeah. Sat with her, and she didn't speak English, but we had a heck of a time. <laughs> How did you all communicate? Oh, we talked about BTS, the <laughs> band. Stop it. We did, I swear to God. That's, I, that's funny. No, I know, but I mean. See, that's what can, Thanksgiving's about yeah. right there. That's right. Because both we, of us went alone. Moon went alone. And Moon's like, what, 45, 50? Yeah, probably. And I went alone, and we were sitting next to each other, and I was like, how are you? And she was like, I don't really speak English. And I was like, well, I don't well either, so <laughs> we're, we're okay. perfect for each other. Well, anywho, I just don't like when you say sympathy invite. Well, but not, not this year. Caitlin and I are going to Arkansas to the cabin. Mm-hmm. So just because all the way to Oklahoma, I just get tired of driving. So we're going to go to the cabin for a night. And then we're going to go to Oklahoma with just our parents and do that and then drive back. So Fun. very small. I think it's much smaller than even they're used to. But at least we, I have somewhere to go and I feel welcomed and it'll be good. And you're doing just the family of the house? Yeah, we'll just be home and... Trying to figure out exactly what to cook because my kids, it's just us, and my kids are Haitian. They they would prefer spaghetti on Thanksgiving. So I'm trying to figure out what in the world we're even going to cook. I think this year will just look very different, and that's okay. Same thing. Us, yeah. Same thing, except 
We want, uh, I like to fry a turkey, but my kids are saying all of a sudden they want to smoke one. So I might have two turkeys, which means I may have a lot of turkey left over. It's almost like everybody at your house gets their own turkey. Yeah, yeah. In, a, in a way. And it's it, that's probably good because they always fight for the drumsticks anyway. So we'll have four drumsticks this year. Two turkeys, yeah. four drums. Yeah. You could get one of those toxic turkeys that have like five drumsticks on each turkey. No, they have Like those? it's been in some Why? toxic waste or something and it's Why? got extra legs. <laughs> that's terrible. Somehow Why would you want that? <laughs> uh, glad you guys are here. Thanks for hanging out with us. There was a theory... That Lunchbox lost the hot chip game last week as bad luck for walking under the ladders, for breaking the mirrors. <gasps> that makes sense. Yeah, Lunchbox, what is your res- – I read that on the B-Team Facebook page. What is your response to that, Lunchbox? Man, maybe that is, and maybe it was. It took a while to catch up to me, but whatever it was, it was terrible, and it was like the wheel was predestined to land on me because it kept <laughs> just teasing me and teasing me and teasing me and – Maybe it was the ghost from the ghost house. Maybe it was the mirror. I don't know, but it was bad luck all the way around. Is predestined and destined kind of the same thing, though? Predestined? He said yeah. predestined. Yeah, pre- I think it is the same thing. You think the will was destined. Destined, which is pre. Predestined. Life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Never heard of predestined But before. I didn't think about it. It could be the ghost from the house, too. No, it's definitely bad oh, luck okay. under the ladder <laughs> yeah. of mirrors. Definitely, definitely. What are you doing? You guys doing Thanksgiving at just your house lunchbox? Uh, yeah, just me, the wife, two kids, and a dog. We'll just uh, bit, we ordered to go food. We went lazy this year. My wife decided she didn't want to cook, so it'll be our first Thanksgiving without like our parents. Like that's kind of weird. And did any set of parents want you to travel down? Uh, no, both of them were like, "Hey, we totally get it." Uh, they, they, my family is doing a small Thanksgiving. They're not even meeting with the aunts and uncles and cousins, so it's just gonna be my parents and my brother and sister, and then her family. It's just her mom and dad and her sister. Uh, later on in the show, we have a special treat for you, Amy. What is it? Well, I don't have a spe- I have to admit, it's not my treat. Someone on the show got you a special treat. Okay. It's Eddie. Yeah. Eddie got you a special yeah. treat. It's, I thought about this hard, Amy, and you're going to love it. But why? why? Uh, it's just a little random gift. I felt like you needed it. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're going to love it, we'll too, We'll do Amy. that coming up later on. <laughs> okay. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Number five. An 81-year-old guy couldn't visit his wife in the hospital while she was having cancer treatments because of COVID. So he grabbed his accordion. He sat outside her window and played her favorite song, Spanish Eyes, by Engelbert Humperdinck. Here's a clip. Feels like I'm at Olive Garden <laughs> <laughs> or Oktoberfest. And they're coming right over the top there. Number four. A guy who spent two months in the hospital recently got a surprise visit from his wife after it turned out she had antibodies. The video is making the rounds online. And there's also a great part at the end when he finally gets home from the hospital. Here's a clip of that. Welcome home. Hey, did you ever consider donating your blood? Uh, I did consider, but I never got to it. So I think I'm a little too late. <laughs> I did Thought consider doing something Be- for someone else, and then I never got around to it. Because our listeners would always send me messages, you should think about doing this. And then I was like, that's a good idea. Never did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put that in the bad news countdown. <laughs> Boy, what a terrible segment that that's would bad. be, the bad news countdown. Number three. A helicopter delivering a new heart to a heart transplant patient at the Keck Hospital in Southern California crashed. While it was landing, the helicopter flipped onto its side. Three people on board, including the pilot, sustained minor injuries, but emergency responders were still able to 
get into the helicopter and retrieve the heart unscathed. Oh. And if you watch the video, they retrieve the heart and they're going, and the guy slips and falls with the heart. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, my God. double fail. Oh my goodness. It, but still, the heart oh. got there. Yes, and everything was okay. It worked. That's why it's in the good news countdown. Because yes. if it wasn't, it'd probably be on the bad news countdown. <laughs> with my story. Number two. Four hospital workers in Canada just hit a lottery jackpot worth around $4.6 million. They each got over a million bucks. They're planning to donate some of it to the local hospital system, but they got into one of those pools. Lunchbox, you've pulled with folks, huh? Yes, and we have never won anything. Not even like Shocking. 500 bucks? No, like 50 bucks, 60 bucks, and we just, whatever, you rebuy tickets and you never win anything big. This gives me hope, though. Well, his again going Bad News Countdown. Uh. We have a lot for that segment. <laughs> That's a good one. Number one. A guy from New Orleans named Wes Finner recently found his mom 45 years after she gave him up for adoption. She was only 16 when she had him. It turns out she'd been searching for him, too. He says they hugged for about 20 minutes the first time they met. Wow. It's got to be crazy to mm. see your mom after that long. That is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. Bobby Bones. Yes. Russell Dickerson now has four number one songs. You may know the song Yours, which was his massive first song. Thank God I'm yours. The second one he had was Blue Tacoma. Then he put this one out, which is probably my favorite, called Every Little Thing. And then his latest number one is called Love You Like I Used To. Which is how I'm, I'm going to play this of Russell and I talking. Because it feels like it's a weird bad song, but it's actually not. It's a love song. So here you go, me with Russell Dickerson. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Feels like, just looking at the title... Like you're saying, I don't love you like I used to in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Did yeah. you know that when you yeah, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So, but it doesn't mean that at all. No. So in the first verse, we kind of wanted that to be the kind of fake out. It's like, I've always loved you, but something's changed. Blame it on time, whatever. But it's not the same. And you know what I mean? It's it up up until the chorus just punches you in the face. That's what we wanted you to think that it was a breakup song. But it's like this gets better every time you kiss me like this. You know what I mean? So. I'm such a melody guy that it took me a while. Sure. I was like, okay, well, he's sad about something. But then I just knew, nah, 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 and, uh-huh. But then uh, it took me a little bit as just a guy that doesn't know lyrics. Right. Good, good, good though. Congratulations, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's a big week. Is uh, all of these songs, were they written with, were all four of them written with the same folks? Same folks, yeah. Casey Brown and Parker Welling. I tried the, I tried the hit songwriter route. You know, I wrote with, I mean, I don't have to name all the people, but I wrote with all the who's who's of songwriters and it just didn't, the magic wasn't there. Do they have, because I don't know either one of them and, and I'm, I'm saying this in the most respectful way. Mm-hmm. There's obviously something that clicks with the battery of you three. Sure. Have they written other massive hits or big hits? This is all our first four number one. That's freaking awesome. So cool, man. It's, uh, I mean, even at, like at yours, the first number one we all had together, dude, I was just like standing up there. You know how you have the number one parties and everybody gather around, there's chips and salsa and everything. And I'm just like standing up on the stage just crying. It's been, it's been a long journey to get to this point and to all, for all three of us who went to Belmont together and all had our first number one together. It's just like one of those so super special moments. Is that how you and Tyler Hubbard are friends? Yeah. From college? Belmont, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, came, they came to one of my first shows ever. Who's that, they? Brian and Tyler. So they came and I was probably playing for t- to like eight people at 12th and Porter. And two of them were Brian and Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they were literally a quarter of the crowd. 
And, uh, man, it's just like they came up to me afterwards and were like, hey, bro, cool vibe, cool songs, whatever. Oh, they weren't friends with yours then. No. They saw you play they while saw- you guys were both in school. Yeah, yeah. And so they were, they were like songwriters at the time. They were just like, we want to write. We've been writing songs together. So they invited me over. We wrote my pretty much first EP together with FGL, and that was like the, the start of it all. I mean, not, not for me. And then <laughs> that was the start of it for them because they went from just nothing yeah. to they played me the demo for Cruise, and I was like, well, see y'all later, bro, because y'all are gone. Taken off. And you guys are like close family friends. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, you and Tyler are. Mm-hmm, yeah. We're very close. I feel like every second Instagram picture is you on his or his on yours. Right. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> have you announced the next single yet? Uh, No, but I mean, I mean don't. it's not 100% you... official, but probably going to be home sweet. Follow Russell. R-U-S-S-E-L-L-E-D. That's it. Russell E-D. All right. There he is. Russell Dixon, everybody. <laughs> this is Bobby Bone Show. You know. Check out the full episode of that interview. It's actually an hour long. Just search for my podcast called The Bobby Cast. It's on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A man has been on the run since 1971. He has a job and he gets caught stealing some items from Walgreens. They fingerprint him. And boom, 50 years later, now he's going back to prison. That's insane. He was shoplifting yes. while on the run? Yes, he had been clean. He hadn't done anything illegal for years. Or they haven't caught him. Well, Okay, well. Because if true. he's shoplifting, I would imagine this isn't his first rodeo. Unbelievable. But unbelievable, that's how he gets caught. Yeah. 1971, he got away. And but now, what did he do? Do we know? Uh, and, and what's the statute of limitations? That's on? what I was thinking. Like, is he still guilty? Or must have been something. Well, he's still name? guilty. <laughs> well, I mean, not guilty, but does he still have to serve time? Oh. It must have been something pretty hardcore. Yeah, it's the M word. Oh, that, what? yeah, he, he must have maced a person. Oh, M word. Murder, Eddie, oh, mud. My Wait, why can't you say the M word? I, I just wanted to kind of not, I didn't want to go there. Mud, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, Bones. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Mr. Bobby Bones. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Connecticut man in the hospital had his spirits lifted when a medical assistant surprised him with a guitar. 62-year-old Curtis Exum was admitted to the oncology unit at Yukon John Dempsey Hospital. His diagnosis was not good. Sammy Myers, a medical assistant at the hospital, knew that Curtis was feeling down, started talking with him to lift his spirits, and he learned that Curtis was a guitar player and missed being home and playing his guitars. So Sammy's like, I have an old guitar that my daughter had, and she doesn't use it. So he goes and grabs it and then brings a small amp the next day, too, and he got to play in the hospital. He said he kept the volume down real low not to bother folks. (laughs) But it totally made his day and made that stay a little easier. Awesome. He said, quote, it was the nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. I've had to fight for everything my whole life. And to have a stranger give me such a gift, it saved my sanity. Aww. Curtis was due to leave the hospital after a 10-day stay. So Sammy came back to hear him play the guitar and said, hey, why don't you keep it? Not a dry eye in the room. Says, awesome. re- says reports. Yes. I wonder what, what Curtis played. A little smoke on the water. Like, Ooh, interesting. I bet it was Oasis Wonderwall. Oh, That's the sure. one. Every- dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Today. Was- <laughs> That's what's up. That- and that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. I was watching the news this weekend, and down in Florida, this dog, you could 
hold in your hand is a little white dog. And it was so small. It was a puppy. And it's walking. And this alligator comes up and chomps the dog. Doesn't kill the dog. Okay, good. The owner is nearby. The owner runs over and starts wrestling the alligator to save the dog. (laughs) I don't know. I'm watching this on the news. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the craziest thing. So obviously the dog now is a little hesitant to go in the water. But a man was walking his Cavalier King Charles Spaniel puppy. I don't even know what that looks like. It's just a little, like little, little puppy. Like Queen's yeah. dog or something. Yeah. Along a waterway, and an alligator grabbed it, according to WINK News. The encounter was caught on wildlife camera. I wondered how they got this on camera because I thought, who's watching this and not helping? Yeah. But I guess it's just a wildlife <laughs> camera. So I'm going to play a clip here from the news. Here you go. That's all three of the noises. Him, the alligator, and the dog. Yeah, even the alligator's grunting. Mm. Everyone's struggling right there. You the, Three the, struggles the at the same is, time. The man and the gator are literally going, yeah. like we're fighting for this dog. <gasps> That's crazy, man. And so, but he saves the dog. And the dog's just running around on the news story. Chico, 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 chico. Crazy. It was, the, it was the craziest thing. Listen, you folks in Florida... <laughs> You just walk down a sidewalk and an alligator gets you. We don't have to deal with that here. That's right. So uh, respect to you guys that, that have to deal with that. I do have another story here. This guy named Alex was on Wheel of Fortune. He was so pumped when he figured out the answer to the puzzle. After finding out there was a why, he threw his hands in the air and said, I'm declaring victory. Do you understand what's happening here? Yeah. You can't add words to a puzzle. The answer was declaring victory. He goes, I'm declaring victory doubling his sentiment with the puzzle. Huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, so the, the puzzle was declaring, declaring victory. victory, but he also he goes, was saying... I'm declaring victory! To be funny, and you can't add words to a puzzle, so they gave it to the next person. Oh, right, so here's he a, didn't have Here's victory. a clip. Alex. Why? <laughs> yeah, there's a why. What do we have? I'm declaring victory. Oh. Amanda. V. Yeah. Declaring victory. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Alex, you look a little puzzled, but you added a word. You said, I'm declaring victory, and you're not allowed to do that. You have to say, you have to just say the puzzle, and we, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't even know I said I. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were so excited. Okay. <laughs> Take my word. Look in my eyes. Would I lie to you? No, no, no I, right. I, I believe you. And you won $32,820. Isn't that wow. crazy? Yeah. So those are two clips I thought were crazy that sounds like if that happened to us here on this show we would like freak no, no. Out <laughs> i'm gonna t- yes i'm gonna tell you what would happen though because it's something like that happened with amy and steve harvey and we played oh, celebrity yeah. family feud and she went right after steve harvey mm-hmm. her instinct was to attack the host because that's what we do here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we were all like oh amy uh oh okay. yeah <laughs> it was bad here's one other clip i wanted to play this is lunchbox you're calling to set up something romantic lunchbox is that right yeah, it's my wife and I's anniversary, and we want to get a couple's colonic. Do something different. A couple's colonic. Huh. Yeah, you <laughs> know like what a colonic a is, cleansing? right? What is that? It, you know yes, what a colonic uh, tube in the butt? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it cleans your colon. <laughs> right. So nothing more romantic than a couple's colonic. <laughs> Here is Lunchbox calling the place. Go ahead. <laughs> How can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was trying to schedule an appointment for colonic. Have you ever been here before? No, I was trying to do it for my wife and I as an anniversary gift, a couple's colonic. Oh, okay. Um, 
Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, because she always tells me, I'm like, she says, you're such a pain in the butt. And so I'm like, oh, you think I'm a pain in the butt? How about a great anniversary ah. gift? Oh, my goodness. How ironic. Like, in the, I think that's good. And then she's like, I tell stories about, oh, this happened at work today. And she's like, you're so full of crap. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Oh, my gosh. That is too funny. Now, do you think this is a good idea for an anniversary gift? I'll say it's different. I'll say that. Now, is there okay. anything we can take home with us as a memento? Because we oh. like to take things from our oh. anniversaries. Like, can we take the bag or anything? Oh. Okay. Ooh, I don't know about that. Or we could put it in, like, a tube and make a necklace out of oh. it. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. Um, I mean, like, well I, well, I wouldn't even tell her. See, that's the good thing is I could save it, make a necklace out of it, and then give it to her for Christmas. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she had enough. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, not romantic, though. <laughs> uh, final story I read over the weekend. A wipeout contestant died after competing in the obstacle course. I saw that. After they finished, though. Oh. <laughs> that, does that matter? Yeah, because if you die on it, you're probably in tr- I mean, they have to Legally, probably pay you yeah. or pay oh. your family. If you have cardiac arrest, because I believe that's what happened here, a man competing on the TV show called Wipeout died earlier this week after completing an obstacle course while filming the series. Sources close to the production told CNN. Following the incident on Wednesday, the contestant was attended by on-site emergency medical personnel, later died. They have to go through all the examinations. He did, finished it, and then went into cardiac arrest. This is the game where they have to, like, uh, they're, like, on water and they jump over things? Yeah, it's an obstacle course. It's all slippery? It was, when it first came out, it revolutionized my TV watching. We laughed at it, but people would, like, fall on their head and bend over in weight. It was Really painful. Their body would move in ways we never thought it could. But yeah, that stinks. Wow. But it also, I was in the middle of shooting my show, and I was like, if this guy can die, I could die any time doing this crazy stuff I'm doing. Well, yeah, that's part of it. Breaking Bobby Bones on Nat Geo. Isn't that part of it that sometimes some of these episodes you could die from? Yeah. (laughs) I don't like to think that. I like to think I'm safe, but the hanging over the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Oof. I haven't seen that one back yet. Oof. I'm almost afraid to watch it back if I get the the first cut of it. Uh anyway, saw that. That stinks. There's no name. To who it was, but uh, coming up a little later, we do have a surprise for Amy. Eddie has a surprise. Eddie, it's his surprise. It's his idea. We've done some things with it to make it a little more palatable to you to be able to do, and for on-air listeners to be able to experience it too. <laughs> what? I am so intrigued. A little gift from Eddie to Amy. Yeah, you're gonna love but, it. You're gonna love but it. But y'all are involved. Too. You're gonna love it. L O V E L. Is for the way you look at me. So oh, when do I oh. get it? How much? Do I get? Uh, two hours. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Bobby Bones. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. So we're having to finish our guest list for the wedding that's coming up. Okay. What are you laughing at? Because I just saw a text I had from your fiance kind of about that. Well, I don't know what you're about to say, but something she texted me made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I just don't know anybody's names. Okay, there you go. That's it. She's like, we're sending an invite to Gator. <laughs> plus one? Yeah. Like, you don't know his real name. I was like, yeah. I just mail it to Gator plus one. Why he runs, not? He runs the radio station. She's like, first of all, his name's not Gator. Sure it is. Secondly, we need to put his wife's name. Oh, right. And I'm like, Gator plus his wife. <laughs> to Neil. <laughs> and I didn't know Gator's name. Was uh, it? Like, Pe- t- Pedro or something? No, Tony, I think. Is it Tony? I think. Yeah, Tony. Mike D's name's not Mike D. What? What's his name? Exactly. 
Exactly. So we're going through half of my list are people in radio or have a creative job who they don't use their real name. And so I'm like, I don't know. She's getting, and she would get frustrated at me like, how do you not know your friend's names? So you'll be getting producer Eddie and wife. Oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, my name's Eddie Bones. It's easy. What did, what did she tell you? She just said that she was working on the guest list, and I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. She was like, yeah, fun. If you like, like dissecting Gator plus one, like, what does that mean? <laughs> Even Rod, Rod Phillips, our boss. Oh, yeah, that's not his real name, is it? No, he was on the radio forever, and he still goes by a fake name. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? Man, are, are you biting our boss from back in the day? Well, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. If I wasn't, uh, really awkward right now. Well, yeah, Jay Shannon. Yes. Is that not his real name? No. no. What? I know. And we, he. I say that. My real name's at Bobby Bones. Yeah, but you're still yeah. on the radio. I know. Though. My name's Bobby. <laughs> People that aren't on the radio should change their name back to normal, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, because Jay Shannon and Rod Phillips are, and, are, Gator. and Gator. Not That's their, their own name. radio names. <laughs> Come on, guys. You need to switch it out. <laughs> so, but we did that. And you have to reach out to everybody and get their addresses. And I got yours, right? This yes. Weekend? And so the goal is to have about a couple hundred people there, right? And it's hopefully later enough in the year next year that vac- uh, listen, according to what they're saying now, the vaccine should be rocking by the time we have our wedding. And if not, we'll adjust. Um, but she got all of her addresses. And of my, you know, 68 people that are plus one or whatever it is, I have five. Oh. Yeah, I haven't been working as hard on oh. getting them in. <laughs> are you just going to end it there or are you going to keep thinking of people? No, no, no. I have the names. Oh, I just haven't got all their addresses put in a spreadsheet. It. Yeah, you're, you're slacking on that. Yes, very much so. Hey, don't you think it'd be a little smarter, though, to not invite the 200 people first and wait to see what happens? Because you're No, just, you got to call a date. You have to? Well, yeah. Especially, Ugh. we have so many friends that tour. And if we have it on a weekend... Yeah, Which we just are. Put it out there. Well, yeah, but but then if things don't change, to say hopefully they do. But if they don't, you're gonna have to start cutting. That's okay. And we're that's man- the awkwardness. We're, no, it won't be awkward at all. Okay, we're manifesting positive things. Right. We, could, we could delay the wedding. Yeah, you're not doing that. Or we could just cut and go immediate only. Sorry, you guys understand. Which I think everybody would understand. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, what classifies immediate only? Um, <laughs> good question. Fifty people and less. <laughs> So extreme close people that you see a lot or related to. But I don't know. We're not dealing with that. It's next. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fine. going to be great. Do you know Lunchbox's real name? Jason Gibble. <laughs> Here's the thing about Lunchbox. That's his second That's, fake right. name. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. Jason Gibble's not his real name. Eddie said he uses it even though when they're out in real life Still. too. Still, oh, yeah. we, we were playing golf this weekend and he goes, and we got teamed up with a guy and he's like, hey man, what's up? I'm Matt. And I'm like, hey, I'm Eddie. I'm Jason. What? <laughs> like, why don't you just tell him your real name? Or just be Lunchbox there, too. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why do you use a fake secondary name, too? Well, because if people recognize me in public, and then they just they oh, I think they got his real name. And that way, if they recognize me, oh, they think my real name's Jason, because out in real life, I'm using Jason Gibble, and they don't stalk me. It's really easy. He calls sometimes to order food. Not even as a bit. Oh, yeah. They'll be, he'll, Lunchbox will be ordering food here in the studio. Let me get that veggie burger. <laughs> Uh, veggie fries and uh, oh. what was his uh, oh, okay. uh, uh, peanut tempeh tacos? Peanut tempeh tacos. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Gibble, Jason Gibble. It's like why? Uh, I mean, they don't recognize you, especially if you go to call to go, because then when you show up and they know your name, they're waiting to write down your credit card number. Oh, this is a famous person coming in. Here we go. You know, they ordered food for me this weekend in Mobile, and I guess they had ordered under Bobby Bones. 
And so the restaurant wrote first Bobby Bones and then wrote their Instagram name on there. And I was like, if you want to put this out, please do. And I was like, oh, no. Because oh. all it takes is one person that's upset with you for something you said to spit. One time in Austin, went to a restaurant, ate food, thought I had a great night at dinner. Whoever was the chef or I cooked that night called another morning show and was like, hey, I bought Bones in last night. I spit in his food. What? Dang, just because he didn't like you? I don't know what I did or what I said, but yeah, I mean, I would imagine it's not because he liked me. Yeah, he's Dang. clearly a fan of the other morning show. So yeah. he spits on Bobby's so food? So he spits in the food, but he called up to... Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Sorry, man. I'm going to play some voicemails here. Here's uh, voicemail number one, Blake from Virginia. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Just wanted to say that uh, I was listening to Morgan's Saturday podcast, and she's killing it. I mean, she sounds like a natural. All right. Love you guys. God bless. A lot of positive response for our Saturday podcast, which is the best of the week. And not only best of, but also behind the scenes where Morgan has on members of the show and interviews them. So check that out if you missed it. Here is Candace and Evan from Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, Bobby Bones Show. We came up with a joke that we thought would be good for the morning corny. Okay, ready? How do flowers kiss? With their two lips. Get it? <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day. With their two lips. Two, two lips. lips. Get it? Yeah. Here is Kyler from Missouri. Hey, oh, morning, studio. I'm an avid podcast listener. I just listened to the Come On Vaccine. I think that's the Raging Idiot's next hit. It is stuck in my head like crazy. Come on, vaccine. I love the show. Catch you later. All right, thank you. Let's do one more. Here is uh, No Name. This is voicemail five. Hey, Bobby. I just heard another Christmas song, and uh bunch of I mean, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Uh, you could have <laughs> played half a week or so. Um, it's been nice. I don't mind Christmas music at this point. It was a little much right after Halloween. Sure, it's early. Like, but I don't. I like it. Some of our sessions played already. Totally fine. I'm into uh, it. I would play the Raging Idiots Christmas song, oh. Elf on the Shelf. But do you think I need to wait till after 8 a.m. to play that? 8 a.m. because it's a little risque. It's not risque, but the chorus is, I, I hope the elf on the shelf. What well, Elf himself? Yeah. See, see, it's also weird too. My dad, like, he he like sends me texts like, "I love Elf, Elf on the Shelf, Elf himself." That's great. I'm like, Dad, this is so weird. Like, it's still a little weird that my dad says that. Is Does it, he get it though? Is it too I, early I to play Elf on the Shelf? <laughs> no, but well, here's from my perspective, and I'm a mom. That would be over my kid's head, so I just don't even worry about it. It's funny, and no, we'll I, play it later, and we'll let people know, judge. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's okay though. We'll play it later after the kids are in school, if they're in school, or. <laughs> virtual. That's virtual yeah, learning. Nobody, what is, what is yeah. school these days? Yeah, yeah. Get your Bobby Bones on. The Bobby Bones Show. My house is full of drop biscuits. You familiar with them? Mm-mm. No. Caitlin did another cooking episode of Unfancy Cooking that comes out at 9 a.m. today. But to make the episode, she had to practice the episode and then do the episode, which involves cooking. And drop biscuits are biscuits that you... I Listen, don't ask me to explain them. They're really good, but you just take them and basically drop them in. You don't have to, like, do a bunch of kneading. You can do the whole thing in 30 minutes. Hmm. But I thought you guys would be all about drop biscuits. No, Never but they, I mean, they sound amazing, yeah. especially if they only take 30 minutes. Yeah, and, homemade. She, and she's like, and you can lie and say it took all day because they look like it. <laughs> put a little <laughs> flour on your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. I've been slaving all so day. Busy. <laughs> so that'll be up at 9. We'll put it up at bobbybones.com. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So cheesy Christmas movies are all the rage, and they have been for years, but all the networks are making them now. It used to be kind of be Hallmark, and now Lifetime's in on it. They have 30 new holiday movies releasing this season, and they shared how they were able to incorporate kissing into their movies, even though they filmed during COVID. How? Plexiglass. 
Check you, it out. What do you mean? They're not so really kissing? They're not really kissing. They kiss <gasps> with plexiglass, and then in post-production, they take out the glass. <laughs> Bones, so, you're watching a lot of these now? Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to be able to see these kissing scenes? I don't know. Eddie, let me what? tell you what happens in my house. <laughs> what ha- She works all morning, all afternoon, but when it's evening, evening, she'll usually put it up and... But me, I just get back to going in the evening. So I've got my laptop open, and I'm looking at notes for the next day's show. Right, right. She's like, hey, I'm going to put on uh, It used to be, can I put on a, a Christmas movie? Now it's, hey, I'm going to put on. Oh, she tells you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all the same. Every one of them. I don't know why they don't hire the same actors to do yeah. the same. It, it just changed the title. Well, we need something to be a little bit different. <laughs> um, yeah. The snow often looks very fake. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. The acting sometimes is great, but sometimes there's a great actor with a terrible actor in the same oh. scene. And I can't really tell the difference in good and bad acting, but you can whenever when it's bad. there's... Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So good. I, people love these movies. We watched Elf, by the way, finally finished it. And? Not part of this category. No, but no, no, it's, no. it's good. It's what do you good. mean good? It's like one of the it's best great. movies ever. No, it was, it's good. It's good. I liked it. Huh. I had oh, a good wow. time with it. What okay. a mediocre review. Yeah, it's No, it's not a mediocre review. I thought it was fine. Bah humbug. Interesting. All right, get off me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, when you see kissing, kissing happening in these cheesy Christmas movies, that maybe is how it's done, which is amazing Why can't they just kiss? I'm going to say this. You're getting tested. On my show, every day we get tested. You don't go anywhere. Why don't they just set rules up to be like, okay, we you're shoot, good. We you're shoot. Good. You're all tested, and we quarantine while yeah. we're not shooting. I don't know. Maybe it's just something about during a pandemic. You don't want to kiss somebody you don't like. Like a I would co-worker. especially want to in a pandemic. <laughs> like I've never wanted to make out with Eddie so much than during I the know, pandemic. But you can't because it's pandemic all time. Right. What else? So speaking of Christmas, a pet food company just created the first Christmas song made for dogs. They use scientific research and dog focus groups. <laughs> That helped them put together a song that's specifically made to appeal just to dogs. And here's a clip. Sit. Sit. Oh, good girl. Who's this? Who's this? Would you like to go on walkies? Oh, oh that one right it. there. That's it. Yeah, They're my dog's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so the song is called Raise the Wolf. Get nice. it? Yeah. W-O-O-F. And... Yeah, it's a reggae beat, as you can hear, and there's spells and squeaky toys and owner's instructions, and dogs are really into it. <laughs> not a bad song. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I wonder if that would be Stanley's Get Low. Like, when it comes on, it's like, oh, this, <laughs> let's go, baby. You know? Yeah. When Get Low comes on and you're in the club back in the day, you're like, your oh, body dom, just dom, moves. Dom, dom, dom. Like, I gotta go on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. All right. What else? A pair of dress pants, one one's worn by Elvis. Is they're up for auction, and what happened was his dad Vernon he donated them to the Salvation Army at some point with a note that said, "Not exactly blue suede shoes, but a classic item nonetheless." Wow! So they've have a the starting bid for three hundred dollars. Oh, that'll be way more than three hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going up. I think right now it's at five hundred and thirty-one. I bet it doesn't go for anything under five thousand dollars. Yeah, because that's still cheap. That's an an actual Elvis item. Dang. Yeah, on the inside flap, it's stamped with E. Presley, MGM. So it's probably one of his movie uh, his movie wardrobe things. That's pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Holly Ann Miley was with her husband, who's in the military at this military event, waiting for the president and vice president to arrive. When a guy standing nearby goes into cardiac arrest, stops breathing, she's like, well, I was a nurse for 33 years. Let me get over there. 
Perform CPR twice. <laughs> Boom. Guy starts breathing again. Hmm. Dang, he started breathing just like that? Just like what? that. He started breathing right there? Just right there. He didn't even she... wait to breathe? No. Dang. And she said, I encourage you all to learn CPR because you know what? Bystanders can save lives. That's true. Did the president or vice president acknowledge this happened? <laughs> Uh, does not say if they congratulated her or what, but Dang. got that all done before they got there. That's crazy. Then he started breathing. Yeah, breathing. <laughs> Just like that. Did I say breathing? I meant breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, I was like, why is he saying we, breathing? We know what you meant. We yeah, know what that's you my meant. bad. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Mr. Bobby Bones. How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. How was yours? It was good. I was in Mobile, Alabama, and I was doing, I don't want to give too much away. You'll, hopefully, you'll see it in an episode next year. But I was doing some welding type stuff, and I did catch myself on fire, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you got to understand, I've never welded before. And I didn't realize huh. you can pretty easily catch yourself on fire. And so I did. And it's a whole, I don't know if they'll put it in the show or not. Is did you an, burn your skin? Yeah, what was the ambulance called? I don't even want to tell you guys right now. <laughs> okay. Um, no ambulance. Okay. But it scared the crap out of me. Hmm. Hey, let me shout out. Anybody who welds, that's hardcore stuff. Yeah. You got to be extremely precise. There's, but I just had never done it to the level that I did it this, this past weekend. And I went to a restaurant called Dauphine's. Dauphine. Something like, it was great. Little, little uh, up, look it down at the water kind of place. Okay. It's nice. fantastic. I had a good time in Mobile. Uh, I did see, too, there was a massive 14-hour line as Colorado got its first In-N-Out Burger mm, place. Big deal for that. Because I was looking at Instagram, and I was like, what is... And I didn't see all of it. I just saw there was a 12-hour wait at first at In-N-Out. And I was like, are people in California, they, have they gone crazy? <laughs> did they? It's like toilet paper. You know, everybody's trying to... But then I realized they opened two in Colorado. And so people flocked to the restaurants in Aurora and Colorado Springs. Long lines resulted in traffic delays in the city where police were telling other people just stay out, stay out of the area. Don't Amazing. even come to this part of town. Oh, my goodness. By Friday afternoon, police warned the wait time was as long as 14 hours to get a burger. Guys, I like in and out <laughs> Ain't no chance. I'm waiting for an hour. Never. Not even an hour. Here's a clip of the news story from Denver 7 about whether or not it's the best time to open this location during a pandemic. They came, they sat, they waited. It's just a journey today. And whether it's all worth it or not. Uh, yeah. Three hours wasn't out of the, you know, unexpected, so definitely going to be worth the wait. Depends on who you ask. in and outs arrival in Colorado comes at the most ill-timed or opportune moment, depending on your perspective. And it was mayhem. One Colorado Springs man began waiting online. Like, first he's like, I'm, uh, there's like a check-in, then he goes and he waits there. There was a fight where people are, I saw one guy's pants get pulled off. What? Because everybody, did you see that fight, Mike? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> they pulled his pants down? Well, they were fighting, and they're fighting, and then he goes. <laughs> and they ripped his pants off. In Aurora, people waiting witnessed a fist fight between patrons. Cops were called in to control the crowds as cops. Uh, customers were fighting. Here's a clip in which two would-be customers exited their cars and got into a fist fight during the wait. Oh, oh here he goes. Let's go. <laughs> Touch his kid, that's what happened. Look, he's lost his pants for in and out. 
I mean, in and out. Yeah, wow. Entertaining. In and out was expected to sell about sixty thousand burgers over the weekend. Jeez, it just reminded me of being in ninth grade and you see a fight. Like as adults now, you just want to stop a fight. <laughs> but in ninth grade, you're like, yeah, yes, man, you ran that way as fast as you could. That's what I saw this weekend. Thought it was hilarious, but awful. But from afar, hilarious. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What did the turkey say to the computer? What did the turkey say to the computer? Google, Google, Google. (laughs) 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 That was the morning corny. Coming up in a second, I watched something over the weekend and I cried twice oh, in the man. same show twice you've not been crying a, a lot man no not a lot I but enough know. i'll tell you in a second get your bobby bones on the bobby bones show when we left alabama on saturday night we took a tour bus back it wasn't so far we had to fly so we just drove a bus down and so it was about an eight hour trip from uh the gulf coast all the way up to nashville and so i'm in the little bedroom in the back and i'm just looking for something to watch and i watched uh, David Letterman interview with Dave Chappelle. Thought it was pretty good. And I said, well, I've been wanting to watch the Fresh Prince reunion on HBO Max, but I don't have an HBO Max subscription. And then I thought, what would Amy do? So I signed up for the free trial. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And I watched it. <laughs> did you watch it, Mike? I did. A plus. A plus. Really? Oh, man. Okay. It's so- the best. I really? cried twice. Once I cried because they talk about Uncle Phil dying. Wow. And you could tell they all loved Uncle mm-hmm. Phil. James Avery is his name. And they did a whole little special piece. So it's all of them sitting in a room talking about what it was like on the show, talking about how the show got together. The part about – so Benny Medina was the guy who came up with the concept. And it was about his life, basically, about him going from, I think, Watts to Beverly Hills. Like bad part of L.A. to yeah. rich. And so Quincy Jones had Will Smith over at his house and was like, hey, we're having a big party. All the NBC guys are out here at the party. Let's – Let's go. They got the show. And Will's like, I don't know how to act. And he's like, how long do you need? He goes, two weeks. He goes, nope, you got 10 minutes. Wow. So then Will Smith goes out. They do the Dill memo at the party. Dang. The show goes into production. It's awesome. That's cool. Uh, they talk about James Avery. And there was a, there was a mom switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For the first three. T- yeah. Three, seasons. three full seasons. Vivian. It was the first right? Vivian Banks. The first mom just switches. And it was the first time in almost 30 years that Will has talked to the old mom. Because they got into a fight or something? Mm-hmm. They talk well, about it. Oh, she, yeah, it wasn't a good separation. No, it was bad, from yeah. the show, it was really bad. So she was there? Yeah, well, so first, it shows them seeing each other for the first time in almost 30 years. And she's mad, and he's irritated. She's still mad after 30 years. Well, yeah, because they've been trashing each other <gasps> in the news. Yeah. And they talk about it, and she had never met the other mom. So she goes back to the set, meets the other mom. It's just a great... It, it sounds good, man. It's great. Wow. Anything you felt was missing from it? I thought it was perfect. They did it so good. Like, okay, so like now, hour and 20 minutes or something. So if we you, all need to get the free trial? We all need to, yeah. Okay. Dang it, and then get stuck with it because we're going to forget to <laughs> yeah, cancel. Think, you got to always forget to uh, untrial yeah, that Like thing. I think I still have the peacock. So yeah. Okay, but remember, if you want to get rid or you can sign up for it, and it's a two-week trial depending on how long. Let's just say it's two weeks. You can cancel it the next day, but you'll still get the two weeks. But while it's fresh on your mind, go ahead and but cancel here, here's it. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> the Friends reunion is going to be on HBO Max. Oh, right? well, then we're definitely not canceling. I know, so we need it. <laughs> right. I know. So I got to have it. All right, just Although keep it. Although, I did get a note from Netflix. As soon as I opened my Netflix up, it goes, your price is going up December yep. 1st. Mm-hmm. Guys, that might be the one uh, format that I watch least now. What? Like, I don't watch a lot of Netflix. What do you Amazon, do? Amazon, 
Uh, order stuff on demand, but rarely Netflix. I'm still Netflix heavy because of The Office. Yeah. But The Office leaves and goes to the NBC platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that one? Peacock. 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 Which I still have. Which Addy has. I can just <laughs> right. get his password. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. Lunchbox gets a little more obnoxious each week, so we're hoping to find someone who can beat him at NFL trivia. He's 8-0. He's halfway to his goal of 16-0. If he makes it to that, we retire the game and declare you what? The smartest man on the planet, and no woman can beat me at NFL trivia. I don't know. You can call me a genius, wow. whatever. There's a, a lot of titles. Title. That's a lot, yeah. A lot. Hard to write that on a championship And every time belt. you say my name, you got to say that. <laughs> every time. Every time. Well, it was years ago Lunchbox said no woman could beat him at NFL trivia. We've had some really close contests. But in the end, he hasn't been beaten. No one in all those years? I don't remember Lunchbox ever being beat. I don't get beat, Eddie. That's what I'm saying. So Lunchbox will leave the room and head to the isolation chamber in just a second. We'll have on video as well. Yes, proof. Because listeners are like, I don't trust it. Okay, well, we have video now. I mean, people just don't trust me because I'm smart. Whatever. They don't trust smart people. Let us put Sarah from North Carolina on. She is going to take on Lunchbox today. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. I'm glad you're on. Have you heard this segment before? We have. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And do you get so frustrated while listening or are you like, oh, I'd have missed that one too and I would have lost the lunchbox? Um, no. So I I know the majority of the answers. There's definitely a few that I get stumped on, but I mainly get fired up when lunchbox says that women know nothing about sports. What's your NFL team? The Carolina Panthers. Okay, I'll ask no Carolina Panther questions and no Chicago Bears questions. Oh, you can ask any question. I don't care. I'll get the Carolina Panther ones right, too. It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, if you want to give her a softball to make her feel good about herself, do it. That's okay. <laughs> well, Sarah, we're going to have Lunchbox leave the room. Lunchbox, anything you want to say to her? Hey, Sarah, don't choke. You know what I mean? Like, don't get all nervous and, like, freak out. You know, and like you said, I'm glad you at least admitted you got ones wrong because you're about to get, like, three or four wrong, I would guess. Just by the sound of your voice, it sounds a little shaky. Have you ever missed any? I like once in my life. No, you missed like two the other day. Yeah. Oh, uh, two in my life. Sorry. Okay, Lunchbox, <laughs> leave the room, please. All Here right, Sarah. Woo! Clap for me, Sarah. Sarah, Lunchbox is pulling off his headphones. Right. He is Woo! now walking away from the microphone. Yeah. He's got a little pep in his. One lunchbox. It's, it's a day for you to lose. I hear talking. She's hey, talking. Hey, Go ahead. You talk when I'm gone, huh? Okay, he's out. Now he has closed the door. Oh, boy. Hey, Sarah, is it true, and I'm going to let the door close before I say this, is it true that you do a podcast where you teach women the basics of football? Oh, interesting. That's true. Yes, yes. it's called It's Sports This. Say so that again. It's, it, say it one more time. It's, it's what? Sports. Yeah, it's, it's Sports This. Oh, Sis. Sis. It's Sports Sis. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's Sports This. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so... <laughs> I had so many friends for so long that it said, you know, I don't understand why you love football so much. I don't, you know, Saturdays and Sundays look a little bit different for them. And so I started a podcast with my sister. And yes, we teach mainly women all of the basics about sports and then simplify the news in terms that everybody can understand. Okay. That's pretty cool. I like this. I think a lot of guys yeah. could use that too, honestly. Yeah, I could use that. Like, okay. Sarah, I'm going to give you seven questions. I'm going to ask Lunchbox the same seven questions. Let's see how it goes, okay? Question number one. Which quarterback has the record for most Super Bowl starts? 
Which quarterback has the record for most Super Bowl starts? I am thinking that it is oh, Tom Brady. Correct. Now, that's one, right. Now, we're going to give her five seconds. I forgot to enforce that rule. You have five seconds, and so will he, just so there's no Googling okay. questions. But Tom Brady is correct. One point. Nice job. Question number My two. too much. I wouldn't even be able to type anything. <laughs> what team does Mark Ingram play for? Mark Ingram went to the University of Alabama. He now plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Oh. Just in time. <laughs> Close. Nice. <laughs> Question number three. Where did Jerry Rice play college football? Where did... Oh, my goodness. We were doing NFL. Okay, Jerry Rice. Where did um... he play college football? Oof. I don't know. Oh. Time. Answer, this... please. Um. Time. Incorrect. The... Ole Miss. The answer is Mississippi Valley State. Oh, she gets oh. Ole Miss. Oh, my Goodness gracious. Yeah. He may not get that either, so it's right. I think he will. You think so? Yeah. You think you think he'll get Mississippi Valley, yes. whatever? Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver of all time. I know that. I know where he went to college. Okay, next up. Who is the oldest head coach in the NFL? Who is the oldest head coach in the NFL? Um... Carol. Correct. Wow. Good what? guess. At 69 years old. That is correct. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. I feel like I only know that because whenever he came to Charlotte, he worked out with one of my friends <laughs> and I was surprised at how old he was. Cool. Hey, dude. whatever it takes. Hey, now he may not get that one. Next up. Who has been the exclusive maker of NFL footballs since 1941? Who has been the exclusive maker of of NFL football since the year 1941. Oh, the actual, the maker of the actual football. Yes. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Guess. Oh, Wilson. Correct. Yes! Wow. Uh, okay, gotta keep it down. I'm staring at a Wilson football right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally just looked over at your football and saw that. I'm, I'm in my like little office, and we've got sports um, memorabilia all over the place. And I have a signed Cam Newton football in a case, and I'm staring right at it. <laughs> awesome. Four of five so far. Let's do another one. We talked about the oldest. Who is the youngest head coach in the NFL? Oh, my gosh. He is the coach for the um, L.A. Rams. Um, oh, my God. McVay. McVay. Correct. Yeah. That's all you need, right? Yeah. No, she one more. Yeah, McVay works. Sean McVay. She's 34 years old. Oh, I thought it was, she said Nick Bay. No. No, Mc, McVay. I need to ask the question twice. That's on me. Sorry about that. I, I kind of didn't give her a fair okay. shake there, but she still got it, but I apologize. All right, next up. Which Hall of Fame 49ers quarterback was part of three Super Bowl winning teams, but only started in one of them, which he was named MVP? Which Hall of Fame 49ers quarterback was part of three Super Bowl winning teams, but only started in one of them? He was named MVP. Can you name that quarterback? Um, Steve Young. Correct. <laughs> Woo! You're correct. Oh my god! This is awesome. She got. Oh my gosh! So excited. She got six of seven. This is great. Okay. By the way, I have the timer up. If you guys are watching, I'm doing the timer on my hand. And so when it drops, but she's getting him right on time. All right, let's bring this him in. This is so good. He may lose today. Yes, he may. Here he goes. There he goes. Oh! 
What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Oh, you guys look depressed. What up? You guys look sad like she sucked. We look sad like she sucked? Yeah, you guys look like, oh, man. Because every week you're like, oh, we think we found someone that can beat you. And then I walk in and I can tell by your faces. And Eddie wouldn't even look at me. That means that she's that bad. <laughs> like, Amy's acting like she wasn't even paying attention. Like, she's like, I'm out. I know. Like, I can't. No big deal. We don't know what happened. Ready, Lunchbox. You have I've seven questions. Sarah, how do you feel about your performance? Um, I was a little shaky to begin with, but I'm feeling pretty confident, Lunchbox. Bring it on. All right, good. Let's hear it. Question number one. Yeah. Which quarterback has the record for most Super Bowl starts? Which quarterback has the record for most Super Bowl starts? Uh, it's easy. Tom Brady. Correct. She got that one right. Oh, good. Congratulations. You got a softball. Question number two. Yep. What team does Mark Ingram play for? What team does Mark Ingram play for? Well, yeah, he played for the Saints, but that's not the answer. He now plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. She got that one right. Congratulations. Softball. Are you going to say that every time? Yes. You know yeah, he is. every time she got one right, yes, I will. Lunchbox, where did Jerry Rice play college football? Where did Jerry Rice play? And I told him you'd get this one right. They didn't think so. But where did Jerry Rice play college football? My brother's favorite player growing up, Mississippi Valley State. Correct. <laughs> she missed that one. Oh, see, couldn't get the hard ones. My brother had posters of him all over his wall. Lunchbox, who is the oldest head coach in the NFL? Who is the oldest head coach in the NFL? Uh, you know what they call him? They call him Grandpa Pete. Pete Carroll. Correct. 69 years old. Nice. Lunchbox, who has been the exclusive maker of NFL footballs since 1941? The exclusive maker. Uh-oh, he's struggling. Of NFL footballs <laughs> since 1941. Softball. Oh, that's weird. I always thought it was just a volleyball, but I call him Wilson. They got it! <laughs> Dang it. You got that one, too. So dumb. Softball. Lunchbox, who is the youngest head coach in the NFL? Yeah. You know what's crazy? That he's younger than I am. That's crazy to me that Sean McVay is a head coach, and he's been a head coach since he was like 31. Correct. That's ridiculous. Correct. Lunchbox, which Hall of Fame 49ers quarterback was part of three Super Bowl winning teams but only started one of them? Oh, you want to know his jersey number two? Number eight. The lefty, Steve Young. He went seven for seven. She went six for seven. Lunchbox. Oh, Sarah, you choked. What happened, girl? <laughs> what happened? Oh, my God. I will, I will never forget Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, you never should. The greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. You should know that. But that's okay, you know. Hey, you lose again. Goodness gracious. I thought today was the day. We did, too. We did, too. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say to Lunchbox, Sarah? Uh, Lunchbox, have anybody in your life that knows nothing about sports go follow it sports sis. I didn't know what she said. That's her podcast. Was that English? It's hard to hear the word sis. Yeah. It's, what? She has sis. a podcast. Oh, she I thought she said cespis. <laughs> I know. That's it's, why I was like, cespis? I was like, what is she talking it about? It's hard to hear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a podcast called It's Sports Sis. <laughs> Like SIS. Oh, sports sis, like a sister. Yes. yes. Got it. She did not win today, but she has a <laughs> podcast you guys should check out. Yeah. If you want to hear losing information, <laughs> go oh check it gosh. out. Okay. There we go. Sarah. Woo! Sarah, we're sorry you didn't win. You did great, though. Thank you for playing and thank, thank you for you. listening. There yes, she is. Absolutely.
Wait, you guys don't clap for me, but you clap for her? All right, play play a song, dang it. All I do is win, 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 no matter Shout out, this goes out to Sarah from North Carolina. How cool would it be just for one day to be able to communicate with our animals? Like to be able to know what they're thinking. Oh, for sure. Just for one day. I would love to know if my dog is as dumb as he seems sometimes <laughs> or at other times when he's extremely smart. Is that what he is? Is it one of the ways he's fooling me? But I would love for that. There's a an app. A former Amazon engineer is making this app possible where you can now talk to your cat. It's an app that translates cat's meows so humans can understand it. Interesting. This guy's developing an app that will allow humans and cats to chit-chat called Meow Talk. The app translates cats' meows into something that can be understood by humans. Quote, it's not a language. They don't share words or communicate with other cats like we do. They meow at each other, and apparently it's like tone and... Hmm. By the way, I got a pretty good meow. Pretty good. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Let's look at the app. <laughs> Why but are you even the app could, that? The app could say anything, and you would have to believe it. We have no way to prove exactly. it's wrong. Exactly. It's like a psychic. So real or full of it? There's probably something to it. I would imagine they've done a ton of data analysis on different cats making different noises based on the activities they're involved in at that sure. time. Like, obviously, the he's mad. He just stepped on his tail. Obviously. Right. right. That was not a good day <laughs> for that cat. Right. But Amy has a friend. Who's a dog psychic? Well, yeah, she's not my friend, but my friend told me about her. And th- how you how she differs is that she can actually tell you things about the dog's owner. And that's how it's like you know the dog is like she's really reading the dog because it can confirm what's going on with you too. So, I don't I don't understand. So like it, your dog is around you all the time. So sees things, hears things, all the things. So might know things about you that and then the, she she claims she can talk to the dog. Yeah, and the dog and the can dog even tells say, on me. <laughs> no, I don't think it's like telling on you. I don't think it's telling on you, but she can talk to the dog. So the example I was given was she read a person's dog. And t- tapped into the dog's emotions and how he's feeling towards the owner and that there was some health stuff maybe going on with the owner. And that it was all true. There was. But the dog did not have a way of knowing that. Does this, person, does this person live in town? Yes. And is apparently a super trustworthy, Will they come on the show? Person. I can find out. See, I would love to talk to this person. It's going gonna be, to be hard to convince me without them coming. But if I, I just want to know what they do. And maybe have them over to the house. And evaluate my dog. Yeah. I don't believe it, though, but I'm open to possibly being wrong about it. I know, but we don't believe my cousin either, and she is right about a she lot. She's nailed too many things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things that's now really interesting to me, especially because of my cousin later. Can we, speaking of your cousin later, can we get her on before the end of the year and do one more reading before... So you want to get the dog person on and my cousin on two different readers. <laughs> someone to read you and then someone to read the dog. Got it's it. Gonna, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look, isn't that whole dog thing weird? A little weird. I don't know if I believe it. But she, Lunchbox took his dog to a real dog whisperer once too. Right, Lunchbox? Yeah. Training by Tara. And she, I mean, she had that dog 
in shape in about two hours. She was just like, this is what your dog's thinking. You're not taking enough control. The dog thinks it has ownership over you. This is what you need to do. I mean, it was amazing. Two hours later, my dog was walking on a leash, no problem, doing whatever the girl wanted. She would just look at the dog. Dog would go stand by the tree. It was amazing. Like forever your dog didn't mind it? Yeah, forever. Like it was just like, boom, snap of the finger. She just did it two hours training. By t- I'm telling you, she knew she could talk to that dog, and she would make she would sit there and look in the eyes and be like, mental telepathy, and talk to the dog, and the dog would listen. Well, remember when I had the doggy llama come over to my house? Uh-uh. When he's like, get it, like the Dalai Dog, Lama, yeah, but yeah. for dogs. Yeah. And he is a dog whisperer <laughs> of sorts. And it really was fascinating watching him do it and command our dog, who was wild at the time, to just not be wild. And we were fascinated. And then it lasted for a little bit. And then he left. And then we just didn't, we couldn't whisper to her, and yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, you don't have that talent. <laughs> yes, we don't have the talent. I was, so I think I thought, oh, well, we're not the doggy llama, but it was interesting. Okay, we'll try to get on okay. the dog. This, this girl that talks to dogs, yes. Got it. We'll worry about your cousin later. Okay. Just, but let's I, get yeah. the dog person on first. All right. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So back in April, these two dads, Scott and Jeremy, they had a bake-off. They are like, my chocolate chip cookie's better than yours. And they made a bunch of cookies. I don't know who won, but the point is, they ended up with a bunch of cookies. And they're like, what do we do with this? Let's... Go deliver them to all these first responders and healthcare workers and all that. Well, they started a group called Cookies for Caregivers, and a lot of people got on board. But a hundred of other bakers were like, "Okay, wow. we bake too." So they started doing it. Now the whole community's got fifteen thousand Snickerdoodles, sugar cookies, uh, chocolate moly. chip cookies for all these people. They're doing a great thing, all because of a challenge. And it reminded me of back in the day, Bones. Remember girl, we used to do grill challenge. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing about first of all, shout out to great, great job, guys. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But here's what happened with Grill King. <laughs> yeah, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah. Everybody would come to my house. It was pre-fantasy football. We we we'd go to Vegas for the draft, and then before the first game, we'd all be at the house and it had a grill, and everybody would grill something and present it. We'd have a champion, which was genius, Amy, because we would all grill except one person, which is Bobby. Oh, I know, yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Bobby, would you ever read Tom Sawyer? You would sit there like the king and be like, mm, "Let me try these ribs." Okay, <laughs> mm, well, nice well, fajita tacos. We would declare a champion, but then it was so contentious. <laughs> they fought with each other. They screamed. They they wouldn't talk to each other for weeks. Some guy brought in a turkey burger, and we're like, "Get out! Get that out of here!" <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing to fight over. That's but anyway, though. I was thinking, anyway, I love what, if, what if we could have delivered all that food instead of you sitting there eating it like these guys, all those cookies? I was like, <laughs> not quite done. A little more well done. Close, Eddie, but not good enough. Do it again. <laughs> all right, that's what it's yeah. all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Mr. Bobby Bones. You guys can call us if you'd like. We would love to talk to you. 877-77-BOBBY. It could be a question for the show. You need some advice, a comment on something we said or did. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby's Big Story. A 62-year-old Illinois woman became the first and the oldest at that age to give birth. 62 years old. Oh, wow. And everything was okay? This is America, too. Well, Most of these are like some woman in India. or, But yeah, Kathy Blattner, because of eggs donated by her daughter, 
The two women say it's like father of the bride. I guess she hasn't had the baby yet. She's about to have the baby. She's a surrogate? No, surrogate. But they were donated by her daughter. But you can have eggs donated in, in... Right? But then that makes it her daughter's baby. I'm. This is weird if it's not a circuit. <laughs> Here's a clip of her and her husband on Fox News, too. I'm not thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be 62 and have a baby. I'm thinking, how wonderful I get to have a baby and I'm 62. In April, Kathy will become one of the oldest women to ever give birth in the United States. They said that your, egg, your eggs are no longer capable of supporting life. That was a bit of a blow. But where there's a will, there's a way. Kathy got pregnant through in vitro fertilization at age 50. She used donated eggs from her niece combined with her husband, John's sperm. Okay, so it's her niece. But also that seems like something like weird incestual, but I guess it's not. It's totally different. Like, why would you, like, shouldn't you get an egg outside of your family if you want it to be your child? Well. Like your immediate family? I think just getting an egg. I'm sure it's fine. And you know the egg history. This baby is her husband's and her niece's baby. (laughs) That's so weird. Like, I I get it's fine because it was made in a Petri dish. But then the baby's born and it's like, oh, you're my mom, but so is my niece. Or, or whatever, whatever aunt or no second niece I don't know cousin <laughs> yeah, I have no judgment here no 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 <laughs> you guys can walk through your weird family tree not me I'm happy for her. she's although when she first started talking <laughs> you know I'm sunny I'm yeah. just trying to have a baby good for her listen rock and roll mm-hmm. rock and roll Raymundo is gonna use a surrogate to have a baby. And it's his sister who's having his kid. Yeah, that's fine. It's his wife's egg and his sperm. And she's carrying it. What would you have rather have happened here? Her to maybe have her husband's sperm and then, I don't know, her best, no. Grab bag? A random (laughs) person's egg. But I guess it is, you're right. She knows the niece. She probably, that's that's a better route to go, I guess. (sighs) There's your first story. (laughs) Bobby's other story. Even though we've been taught to believe that a gloomy day is bad for our mental health, after tons of research was done, it's apparently not true at all. On average, the weather has no effect on people's positive or negative moods. There is no real concrete data out there that supports this theory connecting the weather and our mood. In other words, more sunlight, less wind, higher average temperature. It didn't make people feel happier. And low temperatures, rain and snow didn't bring us any measurable amount of sadness. Thoughts? Oh, I literally thought in Alaska that was a thing. The, the, because, well, they have the darkness for some time, so that has to be. That has to play a role. Maybe that's light and uh, They have a six-month most dark, six-month most day. Right. I know, and the depression rates there. I read somewhere, probably on Wikipedia <laughs> one time. My husband lived in Alaska for a little bit, but... Yeah, I I thought that that was a thing. I'm affected by it, for sure. You're not? I like it when it's cold and rainy. Oh, I like it when it's sunny. I like rain. I just like, so uh, the rain puts me in a good mood. Rain rain brings corn. Corn brings whiskey. And you know. Whiskey makes your baby. Yeah. Get a little frisky. frisky. (laughs) Anyway, that's the story. Thank you. Close it up. Bobby's Big Story. You okay today? Yeah. Why? 
Well, no, you just got a little upset about that whole egg situation. Oh, no, I'm not upset. I just was wondering if that was going to end up creepy, but it's just really not. Just making sure you're okay today. Okay. Well, and I asked that because Eddie has a gift for you, and he'd like to give it to you now. It has all been arranged. Eddie said, I'd like to do this for Amy. We said, Scuba and I jumped in to help. But it's mostly an Eddie thing. Eddie, go ahead. Amy, I feel like you relate to me with this one thing. When times get tough and life is hard, you want to do one thing, right? What do you want to do when times get tough Come on, and think life about gets it. hard, Amy? Go to my room and shut the door and get in my bed and never come out. Okay, okay, that's one. That's one. <laughs> okay. But also you want to break... Break things? Yes, yeah. yes, you do. You're very rage-filled you now. You need to break things. Wait, yeah. let him tell you. Okay. Okay, so, so a few months ago, my TV broke. And it couldn't, I couldn't turn it on. And I called repairmen, people, whatever. And I said, you, like, can you look at this? And they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you more to fix it than just buy a new one. So buy a new one. So I've had this TV sitting at home. And it's got all my passwords and all my account information. I'm like, if I don't destroy this... Somebody can hack my information. So I said, this is the best gift ever to give to Amy because I know that you've been going to hard, through hard times right now and you could use this. So here's my TV for you for and a sledgehammer so you can destroy it. Right now? We have yeah. it set up in the right outside the building in an alley. You have goggles, a sledgehammer, a TV. We're going to put it all on. we put it on Facebook Live? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> honestly had no idea what in the world was about to happen. How cool is this? It's going to be pretty amazing, I think. I don't really know. I'm nervous a little bit, but I, yeah, I, I'm excited. Can we, like, tarp her and put glasses on her? <laughs> tarp me? Yeah, put a tarp over her. Yeah. Well, you just, just don't want glass like, coming in and cutting you. Okay. So you're going to go out back. I'm going to play this song. All right. And you're going to get to experience on air a nice rage-filled release. How do you feel? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. It sounds so negative. Okay. Rage feel. I'd okay. rather have, okay. like, um, emotional therapy. Emotional therapy with Sledgehammer Beautiful. coming up next. Yes. yes. <laughs> Mr. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. You ready? You stretched out? Yeah, I'm ready. If you go over to our <laughs> Facebook page... Just search for Bobby Bone Show. You can watch Amy. You can go ahead and go. Okay. She's taking her headphones out. Eddie was inspired. He had a TV that wasn't working anymore, but you know you have to demolish it or someone can take all the personal information from exactly, it. Exactly, because the TV wouldn't turn on, and I, I has all my logins, my Netflix, all that stuff on there, so I'm like, I have to destroy this somehow. So he knows Amy's been going through a tough time. Yeah. So we've set it up for her to go in the alley and just start wrecking it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> By the way, who brought the sledgehammer? I don't know. Who owns that? <laughs> Steve? He probably went by Home Depot or something, right? Uh, so, okay, so Amy's walking out to the back alley now. I think she has the phone on her. Amy, you there? Amy, here's the phone. It's Bobby. Who else is it going to be? He's like, hey, man, you got to call. Oh my gosh, it's Bobby on the phone. Hey. Do you see the TV? Yes, and I see the goggles and the gloves. Oh, wow, we're watching her right now. I see it. Okay, so, Amy... We need you to put the gloves and the goggles on, please. Okay. Um, well, I have to hand the phone off. Hold on. It is a blue sledgehammer. Eddie, that's a pretty big TV. That's like over a 55-inch. Yeah, it's 50-something. And they couldn't fix that thing? Mm-mm. I mean, they, they could. They said it's going to ta- cost more than just buying a new one, so I just bought a new one. Okay, she's put both gloves on. She is now putting the goggles on her head. 
She's looking at the TV. She just did one of those crouches where you crouch down and look underneath the car, but she's looking at the TV. I, I hope this is very therapeutic to her. Okay, Amy, how do you feel? I feel, I don't know, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. Like, I don't know why, but I'm shaking. How heavy is the sledgehammer? It's very heavy. Okay, uh, just take a little swing without hitting the, uh, the TV. I just want to see, like, hit the wood back behind it. Yeah, grab top of it so you can get some leverage. Yeah, I just want to see how heavy that thing's going to be. Hit the wood behind it. Don't hit the TV. You can do it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How'd that feel? Okay. She's hitting the wood right now. Oh, again. Okay, but well, tell her relax. We're good. Scuba. Yeah, relax. But, oh. but now it's a, it's a bad day at work. She's out of control already. Yeah. All right. Are you ready, Amy? On the Scuba, you need glasses too if you're going to – or put the phone on the ground. Okay, I'll put it on the ground. I'm okay. I thought that before. I've done this before. Has he? Him and his wife every Thursday. They go buy a TV and wreck it. All right, Amy, here we go. Come on, Amy. In three, two, one, go. Oh. oh. It almost killed her. She hit it. Oh, here we go. It's not really breaking. Okay, hey, put, put the TV back up. She knocked it over immediately, then just started beating on the backside of it. <laughs> Amy is beating Whoa. a TV with a... Oh! She, <laughs> and she's back at it. Oh, oh and it fell again. <laughs> Hold on. Scuba's going to get hit by the sledgehammer. I can't swing from the other side. The sledgehammer is too heavy for her, guys. Dang. The TV keeps falling. Here we oh, go. it's breaking. Oh man, Amy is busting a TV. Oh, I think it's working, Bones. Oh, 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 she's. Did you see class coming up? She's going to town on it now. Three more. One. Two. Oh, it's breaking now. Well, man, she keeps going. <laughs> All right, Scuba. <laughs> All right. Let me talk to her. Okay. Hey, Jamie. Hello. How do you feel? I'm there. It's a, it requires a lot. It feels like a 900 number, guys. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Welcome, Amy. Nice Good. job, Eddie. Look at the TV. Yeah. Hey, take a picture of Amy holding that TV up with her goggles on. She really went to town on that sucker. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Come on back. <laughs> okay. I think, we both, okay I think we both got what we wanted out of that, right? What did you want? A destroyed TV. I don't think anyone's going to be watching TV on that thing, right? So this was all just a move by you to save <laughs> some money. <laughs> yeah, and, and she got some release. Okay, there she is. Amy, you can watch that. We'll put it up on our Instagram later. Amy, destroying a TV. Hasn't had the easiest last few weeks. Hopefully that was able to help her get through today. Good? Good. Although, good. although she kind of sounds exhausted. She started going pretty <laughs> good with a hammer, though. Come on, Bobby Bones Show.
Caitlin started watching The Crown, the new season of The Crown yesterday. And I've watched The Crown first couple seasons. And at times it's great, but at times it is like pulling teeth, watching paint dry at the same time. You're just like, come on. It needs the Red Zone channel where you nice. you get an alert when something big is about to happen on The Crown so you can put it on there and watch it. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the Red Zone. In uh, basically every football game, whenever someone's in the Red Zone within 20 yards of scoring, it goes to that game. So you're just watching oh, all cool. basically the scoring plays. Yeah. Because they talk so slow and slow, so British. And you have to put the closed caption on because you don't even know what they're saying anyway. <laughs> I can't understand them. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you watching it? Yeah, I started it. I think it's good. Princess Diana is in this season. So, that's, it's getting more to the, because it started years and years ago, like the first season, and then now we're getting to where stuff that we could actually know about, not yet, we're born, but seeing Princess Diana, I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. Like, how she got with Prince Charles. And How did she get with him? Oh, man. Okay, so he was friends with her sister, and then he obviously was in love with Camilla, who we now know he's... Even then? Yes, back then. But she was married with kids and not proper for him to be with, obviously. And he needed to find a proper lady that could be the princess that would one day be the queen. And so he just thought she was interesting, didn't even really know her, but then reached out to her sister and said, hey, you know, I'd I'd like to take your your little sister out. And the sister was like, okay. So they hung out maybe a couple times and then next thing you know, he says, hey, do you want to marry me? Knowing full and well, he he's just trying to find someone to fill those shoes. But I think he's hopeful for it in some way. And she was a, she she worked at a nursery school and cleaned her sister's house. That's how she made money. And just lit, had two or three roommates, like, lived in a flat in London. and like She didn't come out. from privilege? She did come from a lot of money. Her dad was super successful, but I, I guess just as a job, she needed a way to make money. So, yeah, she was a cleaning lady. And I remember one, there was one scene where uh, the queen's the husband, Prince Charles's dad, takes her out. They're hunting or something. And he's like, so what do you do for a living? She goes, I clean my sister's house. And he's like, well, that's interesting. I think everyone just thought she was really interesting and nice and could be groomed to be the perfect, lovable, relatable princess. And, of course, that's how they perceived her, and that's what they groomed her to do. But now you're getting into the part where she's she's found out about Camilla. She's miserable. Like, even before the marriage, she found out about Camilla. Oh, I didn't know that. She tried to call the queen and was like, put me on the phone with the queen. This wedding cannot happen. And it was really hard to get a hold of the queen, even though they lived in the same Palace Probably like house. getting a hold of me. <laughs> like I see every day, but I don't want to answer my phone. Yeah, and then uh, and then Prince Charles said that he called it off with Camilla, broke up with her, and was done, and he wants to begin this new life with her. So she they go forward with the wedding, but you know it just seemed pretty uh, not a real relationship from the get go, and probably that's why we saw it unfold the way it did from stuff we remember in the tabloids and before her death. I sure didn't know that they were already kind of flirting around him and Camilla before her, him and... Mm. Oh, yeah, and the whole fam- wow. the royal family is like, you got to cut this off. She- you can't do this. Like, everybody knew about it. And- How about those kids, though? They yeah, got- that's rough. They- yeah, they find out now that their mom and dad were never really mm-hmm. wanting to get together. I don't That's, think they're finding out probably through this TV show. No, but I mean, they find <laughs> out as they get older. Yeah. Like the real story behind it. And now it's on a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Good. No, it's hard. That stinks. Thank you guys for being here with us. We're going to do our drawing now for our Christmas gift exchange, which, by the way, the theme is $69 Christmas. Nice. So, no <laughs> gift 
can be over sixty nine dollars. That's like the that. theme. Huh? So it can really be anything. But it can't be over sixty nine dollars. Right. Okay, nice. I know. But sometimes we had you had to shop at Cracker Barrel. Right, whatever. but it's all a different theme, right? But this one is sixty nine dollar gotcha. Christmas. You got it. Nice. Got it, Vince. Okay. <laughs> Up first will be Amy. Amy, you will be shopping for shopping for lunchbox. No. Nobody wants lunchbox. No, I definitely don't this want This is lunchbox. like the hot chip challenge. You don't want... Uh-uh. Don't want this. Dude. He just well, gets I, mad at no, everybody. I, if you put effort into it, I would I would be okay with it. Morgan number two, Amy. Oh, yay. <laughs> That's a safe one. She'll be yeah. appreciative. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll I have say, you last year? She'll say thank you no matter what. For the 90s it, one you had mm-hmm. me. I still wear that flannel, too. Awesome. Oh, you guys are so chummy and nice. Eddie. Yeah. yeah. You, you'll be buying a gift for... Two people I don't want. Who do you not want? Lunchbox and you. Why not me? Because you're impossible to shop for. Boom. Impossible. So true, Eddie. Well, you Anything mean, you want, you have it already. But Lunchbox is also impossible. Well, yeah, because he's not great. He's ungrateful. Right. I'm not ungrateful. No, no, you're not ungrateful. You just have everything. You want it, you'll buy it today. You probably bought whatever you want for Christmas today. So who would you rather not have, Lunchbox or me, if you had to pick? Lunchbox. Okay, oh good, because you have me. <laughs> <laughs> you knew this! <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! It's impossible. Just tell me what you want. And that you haven't bought already. Next up. I will be buying for Christmas, Christmas time. Amy. Oh, oh. See, that's good. Why'd you uh, throw your pin down? Right. Well, I mean, I guess if it's only $69, I don't really want Bobby because I want him when he gives the bucket full of cash. Like, those are the years you want Bobby. Morgan, <laughs> you'll be buying for Eddie. Woo! All right. I had you last cool. year, too. See? So that means I'm drawn from by myself. One. <laughs> He draws himself. I mean, that's all. Raymundo. Yeah, yeah. You will be buying for Scuba Steve. Yeah! Boy, we're getting down to the bottom of the barrel. Mike D. You'll be buying for Hillary. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to redo the whole thing. What do you mean? Because no one's going to buy for me. It's just going to be me buying for myself. Oh, that's sad, man. Raymundo, you'll be buying for... He's buying for Scuba Steve. Steve. Oh, sorry. Oh, who who hasn't gone yet? Scuba. Oh, Scuba. Scuba. You'll be buying for Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Who's left? I have no idea. Me. I think it's just Lunchbox. I'm the only one left. Um, No. Abby and Hillary. Uh. Hillary will be buying for Lunchbox. Oh, boy. Great. Ray, why are you laughing? It's because he was calling her a homeless cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was. Great. You were calling Hillary a homeless cat. Yeah, Yeah, well, she was. She is like a homeless cat where she was getting all the like scraps, like all the record labels sending her prizes for no reason and prizes. So, Uh, Lunchbox, you will have Raymundo. Oh, that's easy. And then finally, who's left? Abby? Mike D. All right, there you go. Who do I have again? Amy. Oh, cool. That'd be easy. Yep. Everybody feel good? Yeah. yeah. Feel good about this. Let's I mean, go to Lunchbox here. This whole bit's been centered around. Who do you have to buy for? Raymundo. Easy. And who's buying for you? Hillary. Nice. That's just so terrible. I mean, whatever. What? I mean, 
I, I just don't know what she's going to be able to get me. That's going to be cool. But 69 bucks. hopefully she find, goes out there and finds something really meaningful and thoughtful because I don't want to have to make fun of her. You haven't been thoughtful to her. Well, I don't have her. But I'm saying in general, you did call her a homeless cat last week. Yeah, well, she no, it was because you and Amy got Crocs, and then she got, like, the spare pair because she's, like, the little cat that sits on the porch, like, hoping you'll feed her, and that's what she was. And so she, that's why I called her the homeless cat because it is it, – it, does the reference not make sense? Like, it – We think it's rude. But it's – She also was doing the work. To, I don't know. You know what? Never mind. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <sighs> All right, thank you guys. Here we go. Hey, the Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone, come on. This is Brianna from Virginia who left us a voicemail. Just catching up on Friday's podcast, and Morgan number two made a comment that she felt like the Christmas episode that you guys do is always so awkward on the air. And I just wanted to call in and say that I love that episode. I look forward to it every season. I love hearing what you guys got each other and listening to you guys open up your gifts. It's one of my favorite things. So thank you so much for choosing to do it. Morgan number two, I'm so sorry that you don't like it, but I love it. Uh, Here is voicemail number two. Morning, studio. I was calling to see if you guys could wish Paul a happy 57th birthday today. He is a loyal listener, and I know he'll be listening this morning. Um, And that's my father-in-law. Thank y'all. Paul, happy birthday, bud. 57, rocking it hard. All right, here's another one. Hi, Bobby. Hi, show. I love you guys so much. I've been listening to your show for years, and um, I read your book, Fail Until You Don't. I loved it so much, and it actually gave me the courage to start my own business. And I started about a month ago, and things are going well, but it's definitely not as easy as I thought it would be. So I'm just going to keep keeping on, and hopefully it will be successful one day. So it's at Lemon and Ash on Instagram if you want to give us a follow. Or shout us out. That would be awesome. Thanks. Love you guys. There you go. A little commercial for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going on today? I have therapy right after the show, but then my kids are out of school. So, you know. What do you mean? Like, they're not going to school all week because Thanksgiving break, but also coronavirus, and I doubt they're ever going to go back. For life? I don't know. Feels like that? <laughs> it, it will feel like that if they don't go back <laughs> the rest of the year. That will feel like life. Yes. You? I have to get home. I have two things I'm doing. I have uh, somebody coming over to measure for curtains in the studio we have at the house because there's a little sound issue there. I have to be there. Who knew curtains were such a thing? Oh, yeah. Like what? You're having a hard time picking them? No. Measure. They have to put the racks up. There's no curtain. You've seen it. There's a window there. I just like to be like, here's a picture of my window. Put curtains up. (laughs) Any curtains. Who cares? (laughs) But they kind of can't. You need them to fit. (laughs) Uh, Overrated. Um... (laughs) I got a guy who's going to do some work on the house. I have to be there. I have to go to the dentist today. It didn't work last week. So now I have to go today to get my new tooth put in. Whatever. I'm going to get gassed, which I'm kind of looking forward to. It's just my kind of relaxation. Some people have a, ga- <laughs> a glass of wine in yeah. the evening. I get gassed about twice a year for dental reasons because I can't do needles. That's funny. So I go in, <sighs> take a break. Does it knock you out or you just feel yeah, loopy? I don't get knocked out. Okay. I don't even feel loopy. It just kind of does this to me. <sighs> like the glass of wine. Yeah. I'm going to ask for that next time. I got the needle the other day. I should have said, gas me. Yeah. I, gas me. Then then they give you the needle. You don't feel oh, it wow. because you're gassed. Oh, okay. But I need it. Or I'm jerking. I'm like a fish flopping in a boat. <laughs> like, hit, hit, hit. That's it. Thank you. Follow on Instagram at Bobby Bone Show.
We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show.